0: 7 o'clock, good morning, Pile Jim, the Buckeye boy from the Bozart Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. It's Wednesday. Still a wine about a Wednesday, though we are not going to give away any Talon wine today. We will, though, give you a chance to win Broncos tickets. Broncos and the L.A. Chargers this Sunday at Empower Field at Mile High, New Year's Eve afternoon. The Broncos take on the Chargers. Denver still with hopes of a playoff spot after um, losing to Bailey Zappi and the Patriots. Woof. Yeah. Minus 15 yards in the third quarter for the Broncos offense. That did not help either. Yeah, uh, will have some sound yards from, back. Yeah. We'll have lots of coal in the stockings of the Broncos Mm. From that uh, Christmas Eve loss. But they're still in the conversation. Though they need an awful lot of help. A lot of help.
1: I think they need everyone in the league to lose the next two weeks. Which I'm not sure is possible. <laughs> but I think that's where they stand.
0: But anyway. Last we'll you, I saw. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a chance to win those tickets. See the Broncos and the Chargers Sunday. Over in a power field a mile high. So, um, courtesy of, uh, cruisers on the yeah. horizon drive, uh, Jude and, and the folks at a cruisers. So uh, we'll, we'll give you a chance. What we're going to do just to kind of set the stage here a little bit, let you know how it's going to work. That will, uh, we'll take the fifth texter each hour, this hour, next hour in the nine o'clock hour. And that fifth texter will get qualified to win the tickets. So that's, that's how it will work. Um... Nice and simple, and, and then, then we'll. And then uh, Matt, our um, our promotions guy, will send you. We'll contact you about getting the tickets to you, and if you're curious, it's two tickets, section three fifteen, row sixteen, seats eight and nine. So that's where the seats are. Section three fifteen, row sixteen, seats eight and nine. Sunday's game. Not bad. So all I have to do is get yourself to Denver. Watch yeah. the Broncos on Sunday. Simple as that. All right, Chris, we'll have the game here on the team with the countdown to kickoff starts at noon this Sunday. All right. So obviously, disappointing loss for the Broncos. Falling to the Patriots. Sean Payton criticized for the timeouts that he called because... They thought they were going to get the ball back and ended up the Patriots utilized that to get in the field goal range and kick the game-winning field goal from a guy who had missed earlier in the game. Mm -hmm. And, And now everything I was reading the last couple of days ever since the game, it's now very Russell Wilson- can Denver rock walk from Russell Wilson in 2024 centric
1: Yeah, how quickly things can change, huh? It's it's all about
0: everything I've been reading has been can the Broncos walk from, from him in 2024? How much would it hurt the Broncos you know from you know dead money things like that that how much would it hurt Denver to walk from him? And I saw a Kisla's piece on this, and he's throwing out names like Gardner Minshew, and I'm just going, okay, okay, I understand people's frustration, the amount of money that Russ makes frustrates people, mm-hmm. because you expect more, you expect him to play Lamar Jackson level, or... Mahomes when Mahomes is really cooking, right? Level. That's
1: also on those. That's not on Russ. Yeah, that's to live up to other people's expectations, like Russell Wilson, in no way, shape, or form, even at his very tippy top peak, is Lamar Jackson.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Not not this not this stage. And no. For Broncos
1: no. fans to go, well, he should be playing like Lamar Jackson. Well, upright and alive is where their similarities end as football players because Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson are two completely different quarterbacks so I'm trying to shove him into a square hole that he's not built to fit into and part of that is Russ also trying to work his way into an expectation that maybe he doesn't necessarily belong himself
0: And we went through it the other day. Went, went through the guys that'll be available. That'll be free agents in 2024. hmm I think, did I do that with you or was that... That was probably with Nibbles, yeah. That was with Nipples. So we can dive into this very quickly right now. Sure. And throw it out there for the pile. And we talked about this the other day. And so we got Kirk Cousins will be an unrestricted free agent. Mm, okay. I'm just. Let me go through the list no, here. No, you're good. And then, yeah. well, and then we, can, we can dissect here. Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Tarod Taylor,
1: mm.
0: Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston. Maybe uh, Drew Lock 2.0 might intrigue somebody. I'm sure it probably would intrigue a few Broncos yes. fans. Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater's on the list, but he's also announced he's retiring. And that's, I mean, the the rocket scientist Joshua Dobbs, Easton Stick. This is where you get this where Mason Rudolph, the the resurgence of Mason Rudolph.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's right.
0: So those are some of the name. Jake Browning, Jake Browning's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So you look at that list. And is there anybody... Cousins intrigues me. He still does. Because the numbers... We've talked about Kirk Cousins' numbers. Yeah. The numbers are always extremely, extremely good. He just seems like he can't win playoff games. He doesn't play maybe his best when the lights are the brightest sometimes. But at this point in time, depending on what you would have to do to make this work... Would Kirk Cousins make sense? On the guys of this list, he would be one of one of the only guys I would go, and he would be number one. If I if I was going to go to this list, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm re- I'm reluctant to do so, he would be the only guy I'd have a real strong interest in. Mayfield slightly, slightly. Minshew. Eh, it would be it'd be for me. Cousins, Mayfield, Minshew probably in in that order, of the guys in this list.
1: I would find it hella interesting if the Broncos go get Kirk Cousins because his numbers for kind of his career averages are right in line with what Russell Wilson's doing this year. And what Russell Wilson's doing is absolutely not enough. I would wonder how people feel about Kirk Cousins coming in and doing those numbers at... Older than Russell Wilson and coming off an Achilles. There's a large portion of this fan base that would probably be fine with what Kirk Cousins would bring as opposed to Russell Wilson. But also, like, Kirk Cousins is not going to be significantly cheaper either.
0: And he's not significantly younger either.
1: No, because he's not at all younger. He's older.
0: Yeah. He's 35.
1: I think he turns 36 (laughs) before Russ.
0: Yeah. So they're... Right, age, they're basically the same guy. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm just saying, if if you had to take somebody off the list, Cousins would be the guy for me. If you yeah. had to, I don't think I don't think that's the way you go.
1: Kirk Cousins I, uh, turns 36 in August. Russ in November. So yeah. he's three months old. He's yeah. literally older. He's
0: literally older than Russell Wilson.
1: He's and, and he's coming off, and he's
0: coming off an Achilles injury. Yeah. And he's never won a Super Bowl. Never been to a Super Bowl. No.
1: And his cap hit right now is $20.2 million. But there's a lot of restructuring, a lot of signing bonus, a lot of that in there. So, I mean, his number is not going to be significantly cheaper than Russell Wilson's.
0: So, safe to say, fair to say, shopping on the free agent quarterback list probably is not going get to get you what you need.
1: Lateral move at
0: best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be... it's He's not going to be... The numbers are good. The numbers are not better historically than what we've seen from Russell Wilson. No. You're not getting an upgrade.
1: You're, you're, you're getting a downgrade health and age-wise. Yes. Just as dorky, though. Again, lateral <laughs> just, move. Just as dorky.
0: So then, then you when look Kirk at... at
1: least embraces
0: it. Then you look at the draft where where Denver's Caleb Williams gone gone way way before then Drake May's probably gone and once he again gone. and once again you're you're hoping you're investing you know the the, the quarterback position and you know, trusting in the hands of somebody that's a rookie. Yeah because if they if they draft in one of those guys they're starting there there's there's no there's no like he used to be, Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre, mm-hmm. learning. You know, biding your time, learning on the bench. Right? No, you're starting. That that's the way the NFL is now. You, you you will not come in and and bide your time and wait and and learn behind the Jedi Master. Because if they're drafting a quarterback, at the, that means Russ is gone. Mm-hmm. You're not keeping Russ around. And so they currently got Jared Stidham on the roster. He's got the two-year, $10 million deal. They like something about him. They like those two games that he played for the Raiders, you know, the last year, those a-no final two games. Connell, the next Broncos quarterback yeah. then. At that point. Yeah, that, exactly. I, Stidham looked fine in the preseason, but it's not like you went, he's, oh, my God, he's so much better. They need to be playing this guy. It wasn't It wasn't like you were going to Crazy, no. like people did about Kyle Sloter. Well, you got to oh be playing this guy. This guy's got to be your quarterback or Drew Locke. or Drew Locke. Man alive! You know, also on on Kisla's list, he's got. Well, they're, they're just these are options. Not that not that he's the way he wants to go. Bo Nix, he thinks Bo Nix checks down too much. Okay, uh, he has Michael Penix Jr. or Penix Jr. could be available in the second round. Decent possible. That is true. That's a possibility. The Michael Penix Jr. as good as he's been. Mm-hmm. Also, teams tend to get a little they're a little anxious about a guy that's a left-handed quarterback because the spin of the ball is different, and, and and he has a quirky little delivery and, and things like that about Michael Penix Jr. But that that is a guy you could bring in draft in the second round where that could be an option. Also, if you draft in the second round. That doesn't mean all of a sudden you've got to play him right away. Right. He's a bit of a development project. That's a possibility. That that makes some sense with where the Broncos are right now. Go out and get Justin Fields. Because the Bears will have the number one pick. Will they... Is Caleb Williams going to come in immediately be better than Justin Fields? I'm I'm not sure about that. I think the Bears' problems are not specifically... Justin Fields, who I think has gotten better when he's been healthy this season, has mm-hmm. been maybe one of the yeah. best versions of himself we've seen yet in the NFL. Gardner Minshew. I, I just, no, I just I don't dislike How much you want to make yeah. a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Yeah, He'll
1: he, be closer to the mountains, at least.
0: Yeah, he'll be closer to, to throw them over the mountains. Throw I like Gardner Minshew,
1: I really do. I i think what people are longing for out of russ garner does too much and too haphazardly and that's throw the ball down the field there are too many times i watch garner Minshew, and i'm like that's that's a bad he's got nine interceptions and 11 starts this year yeah. russell wilson has fewer than that he makes bad decisions he makes bad decisions because everybody is fascinated with the well you, you know like the argument against uh who bo Nicks, right oh, he checks down too much well, so I hear instead of taking a risk down the field, he's just trying to gain yards and keep control of the football. That's what I hear with checkdowns. When you put it that way, that's not a bad thing. It's like, all right, let's he's taking try the to defense. make manageable more second and third downs. And also we get to keep the football.
0: What does Russ do? Kind of the same thing, which he's been criticized for. Mm-hmm. Which, obviously, Mark, Mark Isla feels the same about him. Because the worst, him.
1: worst possible thing you can do in the NFL is keep the ball and get first downs. Yeah. And that's what some Stay of, of the chains do. Yeah. Yeah. It's Not get behind the chains. They don't throw it 50 yards down the field. It's like, oh, he doesn't throw the deep ball enough. How many times do people throw the deep ball? How many times are you out there a game throwing 50 yards down the field?
0: And how has Four Denver times? scored a lot of big touchdowns this year? Catch and run. Yeah. Catch and run. But also, with Cortland Sutton, Mm -hmm. when they do make the big throw down the field, Cortland Sutton usually has been on the the receiving end of that play.
1: But you still don't do it 15 times a game. But nobody does it 15 times a game, though. That's what I mean by he doesn't throw the ball down the field enough. Well,
0: how much is enough? If you hit on one or two of those a game, Mm -hmm. that's huge. That's huge. If you hit on one of those, a big explosive play, a chunk play, vertical route, 50 yards down the field, if you hit on that one time a game, you're polluting your britches with joy.
1: And there's, there are two throws in the Browns-Texans game that typify what fans are looking for. And you hit Amari Cooper, and he's down at the four. Fans who don't watch the game are like, well, they don't throw the ball down the field enough. What about the 58-yard gain they just had? <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Or then they throw the 75-yard touchdown. You need to do that more often. That ball was damn near picked off. So, like... What exactly is throw the ball down the field? And it varies with everybody. It's like, well, I mean, we just need to stretch the defense a little bit. Do you have a guy that does that week in and week out? I don't see one. Corlin Sutton makes big plays in the red zone. He has this year. Mm -hmm. This
0: year. Jerry, Jerry Judy is wildly inconsistent.
1: But if you're signing a guy up for five years, do you want your big play threat as a wide receiver to be injured? Ineffective, injured, yeah. effective over the course of four years, and
0: no, and no depth beyond that right now. No, I mean it's pretty much those two guys, mm-hmm.
1: and a lot Brandon of Corland Johnson is your and, other touchdown threat and, right and, now. and 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 a lot and a lot
0: of throws to the backs, a lot of throws to Pookie and Samaji Pierine mm-hmm. and, and
1: so this the whole McLaughlin on I mean, a limited basis. No, the don't.
0: They don't. You you take advantage when it's play action, you get one on one on the outside, and you can run a vertical route. Mm-hmm. And it's a fifty fifty ball. Those are the opportunities you try to set up one or two. If you can get one or two of those a game and get it get maybe and get yeah. a big PI out of it, that's that that's great.
1: I'd much rather have a quarterback that can engineer five scoring drives. If even if two of them are field goals, if you're still at twenty seven points. You get five scoring drives instead of the one big play. I'd much rather have five scores than one big
0: score. To me, a 20 twenty, twenty-five yard out down the field, that's a ball it's a ball thrown down the field. I, yeah, I well, For some fans that's not enough. It's not enough. It's that's because they play too much Madden and yeah. chuck it down the field every time. But Mayfield is is on this list. Um no. Eh, no. Nah. Nah. There's also according to reports, a lot of interest in the the, from the Buccaneers to keep him there, they like what they've seen from him, and
1: I, why wouldn't they? I like Baker Mayfield, yeah. But.
0: So we'll see what happens there. But if you got some.
1: They're I, I like to like the playoff they, game because of Baker Mayfield.
0: Yeah, are is Russ still the problem here? Is Russ still the problem for this football team? Because it seems once again, quarterback takes gets all the glory, mm-hmm. gets all the blame. Particularly when you're a quarterback that's making the kind of money that Russell Wilson makes, you're going to get that if you're not if you're not you know a, a 10 win football team right now, which they're not,
1: mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot of heat. I mean, Russell Wilson is the problem. Obviously, he let the Patriots score 20 points in the third quarter. <laughs> he, threw for t- he let Bailey Zappi score three touchdown drives in the third. Quarter. You know, and, and once again on, on that final drive where
0: they. Where they're trying to get it at, you know, get down, kick the field goal, win it in regulation. That was a poor sequence of plays by the Broncos. Yeah.
1: But Wilson... None of which he called, by
0: the way. Yeah, which... That be the guy on the sideline. One Sean Payton. Wilson was 238 for two touchdowns in the game. If I tell you,
1: 25 of 33, 256, two touchdowns. You take that; that's not uh, bad. I, I would take that. That Russ was twenty-five, of thirty-seven, two, thirty-eight, two touchdowns. Essentially, the same line. I, I,
0: I take that. What Denver didn't do well enough in that game once again is run the football. They they were not spectacular in that department, but yet Marvin Mims had a, a one of his best games of the season. Three mm-hmm. catches, sixty-three yards in that game. Too many mistakes, turnovers. The offense coming out and just crapping down both legs in the yeah. third quarter. Can't
1: cover DeMario Douglas. Can't cover yeah. Devontae Parker. I mean, those aren't Russ issues. Letting the, them drive down the field and kick the field goal.
0: What did Russ have to do with that? Other than that, that the possession they had that eventually led to the field goal mm-hmm. was not a great possession. And, and I can understand... Why people would be somewhat critical of him, but once again, that wasn't all on him.
1: Uh, that first play, the is a screen or a swing out yeah. or whatever to Samaj P. Ryan. You know that was that was the design because right. he pulled the trigger way early, and they dropped him for a three-yard loss. Like he he ran the play that was called, and he yeah, and it wasn't. And it was second and thirteen, and it was yeah. Once again, if you want to. He didn't he
0: didn't make a play when he needed to make a play. Okay, you can you can have that kind of criticism if you want to. But like on that throw, that's that's poor execution by the mm-hmm. offense. That's not poor execution by Russell Wilson. And again, people why well, they're gonna criticize him, Buckeye. You know why? Because he didn't make a play. You gotta make right. a play. You know, a quarterback Between that makes that kind of money dollars a year, You've got to make a play on that drive. Yeah. You've got to make a play in that series of plays to to give you a chance to win that football game. That's what he's brought
1: was brought in to do, mm-hmm. and he didn't get it done. But if he tries to make a play and it doesn't go right, the fan base is going to be like, well, you just run the play as called Russ. Like, there's no winning for Russell Wilson. If he loses at all, it's all his fault. Like, there's no winning over the fan base at this point. And, like, the Broncos couldn't run the ball. They were in no position to run it at that point in the game. But they also couldn't run it at all. So the offensive line was not having a great game. Russell was sacked five times. They ran 83 yards on 23 plays. That is under four yards per carry. Like, it's not just number three. It's numbers one through 53 that blew that game against the Patriots. Yeah. Now, they, without nobody's bothering to mention the fact that Without Russell Wilson, the Patriots don't need a last-second field goal. Because they run away and hide it they, Because
0: they won it. They, they win that game, yeah. You know who has the most fourth-quarter comeback since 2012?
1: I'm going to go Russell J. Wilson. That would be correct. I don't know if his middle name is not Sure, why not? Carrington R.C. Wilson. So, once again, we're getting
0: back to the conversation about... About Russ, how much of this do you blame on Russ? I know there are those that do. All of it. Then I okay. Then all of it, Jim. Then then give me then give me a solution where you th- give me a, a better player at that spot than Russell Wilson right now. That's a, within the realm of mm-hmm. possibility. You can't
1: seriously say Drew Locke. I know some people want to, but but you can't. You can't
0: because you can't. Let's be real here. Come on, let's let's be serious, people. Did he have a nice game filling in for Geno Smith here week before last? Yeah.
1: But you know who won two games over the weekend? Former Denver Broncos starting quarterbacks. Trevor Simeon, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's played really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Beating another Denver Broncos quarterback in Case Keenum. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe those guys. Got- maybe you hang on to those guys instead. Bring back Trevor Simeon. He's winning. Yeah. Hashtag winning for the Jets. See the Jets last couple weeks, couple 30 burgers. And 130 to nothing lost in there in the middle, but that's okay. It happens. Once
0: again, this last weekend, though, reemphasize the point about a couple things. Number one, got to have backups that can come in and play. Number two, there is a shortage of really good quarterbacks Mm -hmm. in this league outside of starting quarterbacks.
1: This weekend reinforced to me that we really don't know anything about football.
0: Probably true.
1: Because who had Mason Rudolph going out and playing playing the way he Playing lights out. Taylor Heineke winning. Baker Mayfield beating the tar off of Trevor Lawrence, injured or not, don't care. Still, that's a team that's
0: Mm -hmm. good enough, should be, even without Lawrence, 100% to win
1: had the raiders beating the chiefs at arrowhead on christmas just the wood shedding the ravens put on the niners i mean just go through we don't know anything about football week in and week out we really don't know anything that's gonna happen <laughs> and nor does anybody else that's the thing
0: it's not just an us thing it's it's everybody else or yeah who would have thought mason rudolph would go out and play the way he did
1: uh, i mean this is a guy who two years ago not getting hit with your own equipment was a win
0: guy that was playing well, playing guy well. that played in the it was he he was in the
1: xfl was mason Rudolph? i think
0: mason rudolph was in the xfl i thought
1: he's always kind of been with the steelers just kind of hanging around i thought he was in the xfl briefly maybe he didn't play at all last year. Remember he got L kabonged What was it? 2019? Yeah. By Miles Garrett. Yeah, but who had him putting up the yardage that he did? Or the, not necessarily the yardage, but 292 touchdowns, one sack hitting George Pickens for a couple of touches. You know who had that? Nobody knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. I guess I. I, I think at one
0: point there were t- he was there was some discussion about him possibly playing in the XFL. He did not. I stand corrected on that.
1: He probably should have been DFA'd for a year though. Yeah. And is he the answer now in Pittsburgh? Kenny Pickett, the truth, Truth Bisky. Who knows? is Bailey Zappi the answer in New England. Who knows? Who really We don't know. We just we just
0: don't know. Because who would have thought he would go out, like I said, and, and play the way he did. Mm-hmm. Hadn't started in forever. And and leads the Steelers show, I mean, just an absolute
1: thumping, yeah, of Cincinnati. Joe Flacco is your comeback player of the year. Who has only been playing since Thanksgiving? Yeah, and it's and it's a no doubter. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's
0: a no brainer.
1: And he, the guy that is really in contention for that, died on the <laughs> field last year. Demar Hamlin. <laughs> yeah. So we. I mean,
0: I mean Rudolph with two ninety three and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah. Joe Flacco, and I don't know if this stat is real, and I haven't looked it up. First time he's gone 303 straight games in his career. And he was essentially retired by the NFL three months ago. Two months ago was, nah, you're not good enough. Sorry, Bob. Yeah.
0: I mean, Rudolph hadn't started a game since 2021.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. We don't know anything. <laughs> Just saying.
0: All right. We do know this, at least I do. It's uh, time for What's Happening. What's happening? Brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner at ComWest. They're uh, ready to help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. One call, one team, one goal, helping your business grow. They can help you with network support, cybersecurity. They can also install new uh, surveillance cameras for you or a brand new business phone system. They're your technology service provider. Call them today at ComWest, 970 242 8142. You're on to ComWestCorp.com. All right, lead things off with the news yesterday veteran safety kareem jackson is no longer a denver bronco after he's claimed off waivers tuesday jackson's heading back to where his career started after he was awarded to the houston texans he hasn't played since november 19th against minnesota was coming off a four-game suspension for unnecessary roughness denver decided to use a one-game roster exemption to give them more time instead of placing him on the 53-man roster and waiving someone else the broncos hoped the 35-year-old would clear waivers and go on the practice squad that didn't happen Denver hosts the L.A. Chargers Sunday on the Team Sports Network with pregame at noon and a 2-25 kickoff. Uh, Speaking of the Broncos, their hopes of the playoffs are still alive as 7-8 Denver hosts the 5-10 L.A. Chargers this Sunday. After a three-point loss to New England, the Broncos have to win their last two games and hope for a lot of help. The offense once again had its issues in the loss to the Patriots where they were a minus 15 in total yards in the third quarter. Denver coach Sean Payton says... He's aware of their offensive problems. I think so many times when we look at some of that stuff, it's self-inflicted problems, and that has to get cleaned up. That's communication. That might be having to reduce, you know, is there too much in? But right now, we're we're average to below average, I would say, in a lot of things offensively, and it's not good enough. Brock host the Chargers this New Year's Eve on the Team Sports Network with pregame at noon and a 225 kickoff from Empower Field at mile high. The Colorado Avalanche head to Arizona tonight when they face the Coyotes at Mullet Arena. The Avs are tied to Dallas for first in the Central Division, they're fourth in the Western Conference behind Vancouver, Vegas, and Dallas. Arizona's currently fifth in the Central Division. Colorado's won three of their last four, including a 4-1 victory over Arizona Saturday in Denver. Free game tonight starts at 6.30 on the Team Sports Network. No Connor McGahee tonight because he is actually flying out with the team this morning at the time he'd normally be on, so... No Connor today, but you'll be able to hear him tonight. Once again, pregame at 6.30, the Avalanche in Arizona to take on the Coyotes. In bowl game action Tuesday, Minnesota beat Bowling Green 30-24 in the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit. Minnesota running back Darius Taylor rushed for 208 yards and a touchdown in the win. Texas State defeated Rice 45-21, the first responder bowl in Dallas. Texas State linebacker Brian Holloway returned two interceptions for touchdowns. Kansas quarterback Jason Bean threw for six touchdowns. Lead the Jayhawks to a 49-36 win in the Guaranteed Rates Bowl in Phoenix. Today on the team, it's a military bowl as Virginia Tech faces Tulane. Coverage starts at noon today on the Team Sports Network. And that's what's happening. Brought to you by ComWest, your technology service partner. If you need IT help today or a new business phone system or improved surveillance, call ComWest 970-242-8142. All right. uh, once again, we're going to give you a chance to win tickets from Cruisers on Horizon Drive, by the way, and um, it's tickets for the Broncos and Chargers this Sunday, New Year's uh, afternoon, New Year's Eve afternoon, I should say over in Powerfield at Mile High So what we'll do is we'll uh, take the fifth texter So fifth texter right now Yeah, that's right You'll get qualified for the drawing at the end of the morning But once again, please don't text in if you can't go this is for the Sunday afternoon game, Broncos and the Chargers this Sunday at Empower Field, a mile high, 225 kickoff. Once again, if you can't go, please don't text in, all right? And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll draw a winner in the at the end of the, the show this morning, and then um, our uh, promotions guy, Matt, will get those tickets uh, sent to you. But uh, right now, put a little Go Broncos on your text. Please put your first name and your last name on the text as well. Text it to us. The fifth texture, once again, just to remind you, you get qualified for this hour. You don't win the tickets, but you're qualified for this hour. We'll have three qualifiers by the end of the morning. So text in right now. The little Go Broncos in your text, first name and last name to the Chick fil A breakfast team phone line, 970 242 1340. Once again, if you can't go, please don't text in. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports
1: Network. I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the Team 101 FM 1340 AM Grand Junction 102.1 FM Delta Montrose.
0: Welcome back, 7:37. Jim, along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, most trusted name in automobiles. How much do you still think Russ is the problem? Because after the Broncos lost to the Patriots, well, what can, can Denver afford to ride out with Russ? Do they have to make the move and, and part ways with Russell Wilson? Though financially, it would be um, difficult for the Broncos. And that last series, by the way, before the field goal, there was the incomplete pass to Samaje Prine That uh, they lost. We, we complete pass. Excuse me. Complete the pass to Ryan Lost the three yards that we mentioned. And Lloyd Cushenberry said, "No, they 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 just made a good play on it." Okay. Then Russ incomplete to Ryan across the middle, and then Russ incomplete for Lucas Kroll. So that's where people are going to... Oh, see? See? Mm -hmm. You put the ball in Russ's hands, and look what happened. They put the ball in Mr. Fourth Quarter's hands.
1: Yep. Not trying to excuse Russ for some poor decision-making, but also the guy that he was able to target with the game on the line was Lucas... Kroll? Kroll? (laughs) Guy was on the practice squad? various stages of the season just a just a random dude you know like because the team's best tight end is still wherever albert okwagunam is and Noah Fant. i think he's still
0: in philadelphia i believe fant is still a seahawk greg dolchich is out again
1: that's that's just gonna be a missed missed draft pick i believe big perm
0: Starting to feel that way, isn't it? Yeah. That that was a flash in the pan kind of thing with Greg Dolchich.
1: I love me some big perm, but he's just got to be healthy, and he's not.
0: So if the Broncos, and we'll talk more about it in around the NFL, but it's so that the Broncos decided a post, post June 1st release for Wilson. Mm-hmm. So, okay, time to move on. $35.4 million dead cap hit in 2024. Is, is that a lot? That's a lot. Okay. That's Followed by 18 point, like yeah 18.4 million in 2025 and 26, 8.4 million in 2027. The last year he's on the books is 2028. In which if they made a post-June 1st cut in 2024, finally drops to a 4.4 4 dead cap hit. $165 million guaranteed $124 million signing bonus those were all things that that came about with Russell Wilson the the extension that uh, the Pinner, you know, Walton Pinner group thought that they needed to ink him to and so that's where they are
1: sounds like welcome to your long term solution to quarterback Russell Wilson It feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. That
0: you've got to find a way to make this marriage work with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. you got to find a way to make this thing, somehow it's got to come together.
1: Because like Steve Cohen, the Penners are not, right? They're not just going to be able or maybe even willing to one or two years into this thing be like, nah, we're good here, we're done, and just cut bait. It doesn't feel like the NFL really is set up for you to be able to do that even though the Major League Baseball contracts are more guaranteed than the NFL ones. You put yourself
0: in a difficult spot, and, and Ned, somebody was asking me about this over the, the weekend, of why do they give him the extension? The reason they, they thought they should is because they thought Wilson's going to bounce back, Wilson's going to be more valuable as a free agent when that initial deal, the, the Seahawks deal expired mm-hmm. and that they were actually in the long term going to be saving money. Because they thought that Russell Wilson, a couple of good seasons in Denver, goes on the open market, then all of a sudden, what do you do? You're back to looking for another quarterback again. And you had your answer right there. Why didn't you just get him signed, extended, when he was still agreeable to that? Were you that's the the expectation of what they thought should happen or was going to happen. And it, and, it ha- and it hasn't worked out that way entirely.
1: The two years before they bought the team was... Your options were Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Brett Rippon. You had Jeff Driscoll floating around out there. And the team wasn't very good. Russell Wilson, for all the hate that he brings is a better option than every single one of those guys. And he still is. Because how many times do franchise Super Bowl winning quarterbacks fall off trees? Not very often. Like, just because you roll out of bed with the old school D on your helmet doesn't mean that all quarterbacks should have their once rise and set on the Broncos. I know it feels like that should be the case but that doesn't just because you're in the market for a peyton manning doesn't mean that the best quarterback in the league is going to pick your team every single
0: Denver's time denver has been very blessed and very lucky
1: that the john elway
0: did not want to go to baltimore that he he wanted to go any place else but
1: there call andrew luck you've that won super bowls with colts drafted quarterbacks
0: call Andrew that, Luck. It seems like that ship has sailed. I don't. know. It just feels that way to me. But also, oh. in the case of Peyton Manning, that he had the four neck surgeries, mm-hmm. and that people, while there was a lot, of, there was a ton of interest in him. There was still the feeling of this guy's kind of damaged goods. Yeah. And there was, and, and even Peyton Manning. Remember the famous story about going out and throwing with his wife, and go man, I don't know, and she's like, I'm not, I'm not sure about this. And we can throw the ball more than about ten yards. Mm-hmm. And Denver took a risk on on bringing him in, and look what happened—nothing but success, record-breaking, historic seasons for Peyton Manning in a Broncos uniform. Gets them to two Super Bowls, wins one. And now I just
1: think people forget because, I mean, we hear it every couple of weeks. That was generations ago
0: been a few years but it's yeah generations that's that's a gigantic stretch that's hyperbole
1: i know i try to i tell people that it's been a
0: long time but it's like come on it's it's very
1: hyperbolic you know longest drought in professional sports is how it's played up
0: he's ninth in touchdowns right now in the league Peyton manning no oh, Russell i Wilson. say dang no no He's that good. I haven't watched he just carry, cast he just, a lot. He but. just carries it over. It just rolls. Wow. It just rolls over. No. <laughs> Wilson, I'm I'm moving
1: on here to Russell Wilson. Okay.
0: He's he's ninth in touchdowns right now.
1: Where is he at in interceptions? He is currently. I'm gonna guess before while you look that up, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say for qualified starters, he's fifth.
0: I'm looking here to see where they have him. The way that this list is, it's it's goofy. He's 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 among the best in the league in terms of interceptions. Because comp guys right now. Uh see so he's got eight he's got eight interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um Stafford's got nine interceptions right now. Um Mayfield's got eight. That's what Russ has. Russ and the numbers are identical touchdowns, interceptions, Mayfield and Wilson, 26 and 8. Joe Flacco's thrown seven interceptions in his brief return, but he's also thrown for 10 touchdowns and they're winning.
1: Guys with double digit starts, he's sixth. sixth.
0: Russ has got fewer interceptions in Tua right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Got fewer interceptions in Goff, uh, fewer interceptions in Brock Purdy. Oh, had a whoop. That
1: was uh, a. Baltimore played like a pissed off football team, didn't they? For Russ, (laughs) you know, out of quarterbacks that have played 15 games, only Lamar and Dak have fewer interceptions with seven. So, I mean, you take those guys. You
0: would. You know, the the yardage may not be gaudy, it may not be 5,000 yards or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it's. Still pretty pretty darn good. People are are gonna scream though about look at the look at the two incompletions in that last drive. Mm -hmm. The passing
1: numbers are
0: on par with Lamar Jackson. Yes. Who is your right now clear frontliner? Just give it to him. Just go ahead it's over. Just give it to him. He's the MVP. Call the fight. This is Call it. Yeah. Call it. Throw the towel in the ring. Mm -hmm. It's over. All right, seven forty-eight. Coming up, we'll talk a uh, little. Avs, Coyotes, but you got some thoughts today on um, the Broncos in the quarterback spot. Are you still blaming Russ for all for them losing on Saturday and where they are right now with seven wins. Uh, do we have a qualifier, by the way? We do. Okay, I will not play the winner sounder yeah, because you're didn't. not winning. You're just qualified right. for the Broncos Chargers tickets. But
1: we we have yeah. You just made the list. There we Damn. go. Daryl is on the list.
0: All right, Daryl, very good. So, Daryl, once again, I'm going to stress to you people. You didn't win. You didn't win two you things. Might. Two things. You didn't win. Mm-hmm. You're qualified for the Broncos Chargers tickets. And if you can't go, please do not play. Yes. All right. Simple as that. Don't go. Oh I I, I, I won. I, I, won? It, oh, I can't go. Oh, I can't go. It's That's... this Sunday afternoon, New mm-hmm. Year's Eve Eve afternoon. Yeah. New Year's Eve afternoon, if you can't go to Denver this weekend, then don't play. Simple as that. Time for sound check.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Long time play-by-play voice, Joel Myers. Now works for the Pelicans, which I think is kind of a step down from his career peak. But that's neither here nor there. He also... Gigs a gig. That's true Announcers he, announce He also uh, Probably at one point Has been caught by the announcers jinx And he was able to pull off The even more rare Reverse jinx Over the weekend Okay Remember They're 23 and 25 At the free throw line Well it says The Pelicans don't have a timeout up there They do have a timeout Okay You're in Jackson He's not missing I wish he would for all of you back home, but it'd be a shock. He's eight of eight to the line tonight. He's got 14 points. He's not been able to shoot from the outside, but he's been able to shoot right there. Abe didn't get it. That'll do it. Overtime comes. Prayer has been answered. Who's not missing, Joe?
0: Man. Who's uh, not missing? I wish it into existence, didn't I? <laughs>
1: the reverse announcers, Jake. Gotta love it. Gotta love it when it works in favor of the home team. All right, we'll
0: take a break. We'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the team, Sports Network Online at theteam1340.com. They're a lot of fun.
1: Oh. The Jim Davis Show. They're idiots. What? On Colorado's sports leader, the team. All
0: right, welcome back. It's Jim and the Buckeye, boy, it's wine. It's wine about a Wednesday, though we're not giving away talent wine, but we're giving you a chance to win Broncos Chargers tickets, another chance to qualify coming up next hour. Tonight on the team, the Avalanche head to Mullet Arena in Phoenix, Arizona to take on the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Avs getting the uh, big win against Arizona Ball Arena on Saturday before the holiday break with a 4-1 to victory. Jared Bednar talking about uh, what he liked from the Avalanche after that win against the Coyotes on Saturday. thought great, you know, good first period and second period might have been our most complete period of the year. Uh, I thought our checking game, getting back above pucks, turning pucks over in the neutral zone getting them back in keeping them on three-quarter ice I thought it was outstanding well that'll do it yeah I mean from the goaltender out I just thought we had we had like the detail I mean that's what it's supposed to look like from from our standpoint you know and and uh to sort of dig in the last couple games after a disappointing loss and get two really good uh victories at home I think it's you know, that's what we want to just got to remind the guys when we come back on the 27th and just how it looks when we do it right. I mean, the second period is a template of how we should and want to play. All right, Jared Bednar, Avs with the 4-1 win over the Coyotes. Uh, once again, Valarie Nachushkin just continues to find the back of the net, another goal for him. Uh, Frederick Olsen also with a goal for the Avalanche, but the goaltending by Georgie was uh, pretty special on Saturday Twenty five shots, twenty four saves for Georgie and that one. Tonight we'll have it on the team. Avs and coyotes at six thirty.